Indies Records Radio. We're talking local indie superstars and legends. There's no disqualifications. There's no holds barred when it comes to the conversations that you will hear on From Parts Unknown. When wrestling was real. When wrestling was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce the Miss Fat Albert, man. Me too, Straight man. Up. I loved it when I was a kid. Mushmouth was my favorite. Well, you know what I'm going to say, man, if we're coming in hot like that? I miss Bill Cosby. Hey, no shit. Jello pudding pop for days. Picture pages, picture pages, not a lot of picture pages. You remember that shit? Yeah. His fucking, uh, the very first thing I ever seen him was like some kind of cartoon thing where he drew shit. Wow, damn. Mm-hmm. Was he roofing kids? Uh, that's a big question. You know how he hosted that one thing? Uh, uh, kids say the sh- damn, damnedest things. I guess they do if they're fucking roofied. <laughs> God damn. Brutal. I'm telling Brutal. you, though, I missed Cosby, though. I do. Yeah, he was funny funny as fuck. Back I thought he was there. great. Um, the Cosby show, man, was one, of those, was one of those shows. Groundbreaking. Like, fuck, if we talked about, like, top ten sitcoms from our childhood or, or all it's time. It's got to be in the conversation. You, you know, like. Just straight up. Yeah, you're a fool if you say it's not, man, or if you judge it. Um, yeah, so let's make this fucking uh, let's let's tie this into wrestling real quick. Yeah. So Bill Cosby, you know what I'm saying? Great sitcom. Um, great, really moral. If you watch what he did, <laughs> terrible ending though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, so is what I'm going to relate it to, man. But I still love the Cosby Show. I still love fucking Different World. It's a different world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were good shows, Dwayne Wayne and shit, but Crispin Wall. Yeah. I mean, you're not supposed to like him because of the ending of the story. I can't do that shit, man. Man, hey, here, here, here's the deal. Uh huh. Like, as far as in ring talent, he's got to be in top five, ten I've ever seen. Yeah. In 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 my life, as far as in ring. What was your first uh, remembrance of Crispin Wall? Uh, he actually came in to, I believe it was one of the super brawls and wrestled to cold Scorpio in oh, a wow. fucking epic match at WC dub. Like, like this is before he even, I, I like think he went and blew up in Japan just to mm-hmm. be real with you. And like, man, he came yeah, with a mask for a little bit and stuff. right? Yeah. 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 And, and, and then, you know, that's when him and Benoit and all those guys are, uh, uh, uh uh, Guerrero and all those guys went to ECW for six, eight months or maybe a year, and that, that's how they got jobs in WCW, and that's yeah. how they blew up. Like, but man, those dudes in that uh, Malink, Malenko, watch his old matches. My God, you know, right, if you had to, okay, I'm, I'm going to do a match versus a match, and you have to tell me which match is better. Mm-hmm. Malenko versus Benoit, uh-huh. or Jushin Thunder Liger versus Pillman. Which one's better? Mm. That's tough, isn't it? We're talking about the first G- Pillman versus Liger match, Oh, yeah, right? the, yeah, the one you remember. 
The yeah. one we all remember the most. The, well, I mean, they technically had two matches in the States. One was at the, the first Nitro, and then uh-huh. there was one at one of the Super Brawl events, I believe it was. Yeah, the, su- the Super Brawl was the, yeah. one, I, the yeah. one that I remember That's the most. That's the classic as far as I'm concerned. The um, Nitro yeah. one wasn't bad, though. I got all yeah. the Nitros on tape, man. I love <laughs> the Nitros. Do you ever have Nitro parties? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I had, that was the only time in my <laughs> life. That's the only time in my life when I had friends that liked wrestling like i'm not joking Bro, like i was always hot. an outcast with wrestling dude but my buddies enjoyed nitro yeah dude it, it was, was it, fucking it, weird it, it, it was must see tv it was fun dude i was like you gotta be kidding like i was the one that was being like nah that's that dude that was from here and did that and blah 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 you know what i'm saying like i was dropping the knowledge and they were just like yeah big sexy yeah. you know this thing that shit you know yeah. <laughs> that's awesome man Hell yeah. But no, man, like, uh, and getting back to Benoit, like, don't get me wrong. He is an absolutely vile, vile motherfucker in Mm -hmm. his life. Yeah. Now, I've always had a, like, like I watched the Vice thing, and I'm sure everybody else did. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure at the end of his life. If it like I, I'm pretty sure that the lights were on at that point, but yeah, no, but was it was it nobody's was it home? Him? Yeah, was nobody's it him? home. Like for real, do you judge like like think about? I mean, seriously, let's bring this in a little bit and bring yeah. it more personal. Think about some of you. You know, we all have family. Yeah, we all have family who's growing old. Some people, man, when they get fucking, you know, and the thing is, a wrestler's brain from being concussed so much gets old yep. a lot faster. Just, so just, his brain just looks like, like ball players. Yeah, man. man so their brain is old. Old. And and when a person's old, sometimes, man, things happen that's not the familiarity to that person's yeah. normal, you know, state of being. And to hold a lifetime of awesome achievements and act and just throw them in the water and let them fall, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. However, WWE is a publicly traded company, and man, like. I understand why they take such a hard stance on it. So me and you need to make a Chris Benoit DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they did. They did when he was heavyweight champion. If you remember. remember, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hard knocks or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like, man, like, and and it's that way for a lot of wrestlers now. Like, it's not just him. Like, there there have been some vile, vile motherfuckers involved in this. Oh, yeah. What was the dude who uh, um, had the radio... The uh, rock and roll Zumboff. Oh God, yeah, but rock yeah. and roll Buck Zumboff. Yeah, Buck Zumboff. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. Sorry. God damn. Yeah, he he uh, he kind of went south too there. <laughs> if that's what you want to call once, it. Once it all came out and it got exposed by him, man, it was like, oh man, rock and roll, right? <laughs> More like he ran toward the high school. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. High school rock and uh, <laughs> rock and roll. Buck zoom off. <laughs> <laughs> My bad on bringing up old zoom off, but that's you, that's that's uh, USWA for you, man. Yeah, well, USWA had fucking had them all. Well, like good, the bad, and the ugly, baby. baby. Jamie Dundee, baby. There that's you go. All I got no, I, I, JC Ice, baby. Like, man, but bust me. Buck fucking wild. Man, I love bu- Jamie. Bust but, me up on a PG. 13 story man what the fuck you got what, what kind of pg-13 okay. story man you got for me okay and there's no way i'm gonna do this story justice okay uh-huh. so 
uh, I worked for Jamie for a little bit in Evansville. Oh, gotcha. Uh, he booked for a year, year and a half ish, maybe maybe even two. And he he had shows on Wednesday nights, and uh, I, I I would bring my my gimmicks up there for sale, and I'd have the old LJN, and I had a mm-hmm. a junkyard dog, mm-hmm. uh, and. Jamie wanted to buy it. Okay. Well, was it like a pristine one? Did you have them in box? Oh, uh, no, no. They so were they just, were just loose LGNs? Just, just loose. And he says, yeah, I got a wrestler room for all the dead wrestlers I knew, blah, blah, blah. And then he proceeds to tell me this story about how JYD was in that building and mm-hmm. he, he yeah, how much crack JYD did. And, like, <laughs> it just crushed my went, fucking childhood, man. <laughs> like, like, and, 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 and that's another dude, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a, a lot of people tell you he's a piece of shit. You know, some days I'd probably tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's brought a lot of negative shit on him, and a lot of it is much deserved, you know? So, yeah. you know, but it, it is what it is. You know, so with PG thirteen, when I first seen them, it was the it was the Memphis, okay? Yeah, and they were they were a little bit smaller, but they had that really really. They were a great tag team. They, yeah, dude, they were together. Yeah, and that's what separated them. I thought from other teams that were maybe kind of that size and yeah. not getting no kind of push. These guys were together like fucking. You know, they reminded me of the Midnight Express and stuff, man. Yeah, and- but I think they they were trained really fucking well. You know, I I could imagine just being like learning how to wrestle in the Memphis area is right. it's amazing. I mean that's what made the best, right? Oh yeah, man. Memphis was was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Like like and there's just so much good stuff coming out of there and it's a shame that the video library is what it is and like it, it's almost public domain. I was I was listening to something today about this, you know, and like nobody can really claim ownership to to the footage of what is actually left because they were too cheap every week to like they kept reusing the the old tv tapes and yeah they would just go over and go over and and go over and go over and and i guess that's the reason there's no quote-unquote master copies left of a lot of that old stuff man yeah man and then with lance you know with lance russell dying a few years back there goes kind of like you know one of the one of the documentary history books and everything so all you got's a whole lot of what he said you know they're um, for a while, um, one of the best announcers of all time. All oh, his voice, his voice just—it reminds me of, of my childhood. Yeah, you know, I would go to the pool hall here in Paris, Kentucky, and you know, I would my grandpa would order a beer and he'd get me like a peanut butter and pickle sandwich or some shit. And up there, pool the, halls always had the best food, right, man? And up there on the TV would be Memphis wrestling on yeah. Saturday morning. Yeah, you I, know, I got you on that one. So bro. it had me hooked. You, you, know? you was there for it. Yeah, man, and and that's all I wanted to do, man. That was it was one of the coolest things, though, man. Growing up in Paris, man, I was kind of lucky. Like I said, Saturday mornings with my grandfather was pretty neat. You know, I probably had to get my hair cut first, and that probably sucked. I didn't dig that. Right. But when I got to go to the bar, he drank a few beers and loosened <laughs> up. And then he was also in the VFW, so we'd go from the bar to the secret bar to only like where the veterans can fucking drink. And then he would get you know drink a few more beers, and they had like an old Pac Man machine up there. They had like an old Gallagher machine. So it was it was pretty right. fucking fun, man. Yeah, man. Like, and here here here's something else like this. Hey, second. hang on one second. Yeah. Hang on. Philip Kelly is right here right now. What's up, Philip? What up? <laughs> He's saying country cousin Jimbo. Oh God. That's what he. That's oh, what he, Phillip's always got to bring up some old shit. <laughs> God damn. I had to shout you out real quick, Philip. Man, what's up, man? We we'll have to see you sometime soon. Come down to the studio whenever you want to, bro. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. My man. Uh, what? what uh, like, 
I remember like watching WF Superstars back in the day, and uh-huh. like, do you remember the car auction that used to come on before it, and would, would delay it sometimes? Oh yeah, I used to get so pissed as a kid when mm-hmm. when that damn car auction would stay on late, and it was just man, it would always bump wrestling sometimes. Oh, I, I would run through me, or <laughs> or you know, I I love baseball, okay, but I was always Braves. I mean, you know, the thing is, if I was gonna like the Braves, the the, the most I ever watched the Braves was because they were, they were yep. lucky that they were right before the, the, the you know. You talk about preempting some shit. If they had a rain delay, wrestling mm. was fuck coming on that night. Motherfucker, dude. We would be in the back room. It was called the Den. We had a three-bedroom, one bath in Redbud Lane in Paris, and that back room was a den. And at 6.05 or any time wrestling was on, me and my grandpa was down there. I was down in the floor with my legs kicking, and he was in the recliner, and we were watching wrestling every time we could that's what we did and neither one of us was big Braves fans and we didn't give a shit about Dale Murphy or Lonnie Smith or Terry Pendleton or Dave Justice or Ron right. Gant I know all their names right I didn't give a fuck about them god damn <laughs> God damn. I could tell you the whole fucking team. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. of wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I liked them, man. Well, I mean, you, you, you had to watch because you didn't know when wrestling was going to cut in on, on, on the game. And, and dude, know. when when there was a big match on the 605 hour show. You know, remember when Sunday night had that one hour show? Oh, and, and they put badass matches on it? Yeah. Dude. And it was usually like headlined by the television title, which at that time was going back. Well, it was going from Arn Anderson to Bobby E. Eaton. Yeah. That was crazy. Eaton, one of my favorite matches, dude. And I literally was one of those kids in the floor thinking that Bobby Eaton was going to beat Flair on Clash of the Champions. Man, what a match. I, 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 thought, they were, I, I thought he was going to do I it. Watched that today. I watched that match, ironically, at the gym a few weeks ago. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, it was so awesome. Like, mm-hmm. That or, or like, and here's the thing: everybody takes a dump on that early '90s WCW stuff, but man, yeah, it, shit. It, as far as athletics, yeah, maybe for making money, you know. Yeah, but like, like man, as far as athletics, holy shit, they 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 had some great pro wrestlers there at that time, you know. Oh, you talking about the Z Man, your favorite wrestler in the world? <laughs> Jesus Christ! My Z Man wrestling figure never even won a fucking match, let alone. Let alone. But, <laughs> But you know what? That motherfucker was the hardest one to find of that set. Like I, I got him. I that glue for 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 me, for me, it was him and Brian Pillman. I never. Ooh, found, I don't have the Pillman. God, ugh, don't mention. I it. never found his that. hands are open. Yeah, I like never. That. I also never found the L.A. Gante or the 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 Freebirds that came out. I never saw those. I think those might have just been overseas deals. But oh yeah, for the Gloob. Yeah, the, yeah, that was. The, I love the Gloob figures though. Me too. Make no mistake about it. Me too. I got. I literally have in our bedroom at the house right now almost the full set. I found the Arn Anderson in a random box that I was unpacking yesterday. Like, it was just sitting there. I was like, man, I'm going to take him back there and spine bust or something. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, man. So, um, Briscoes. I was talking to Briscoes. Was you? Um, outside. I was telling you about the Rock and Roll Express, seeing them and the Briscoes uh, yeah. fighting and in, that NWA show that they did. And how it's so unbelievable to see what the Rock and Roll Express is doing Still in 2020. Still kicking ass, man. Still. You said you've seen him this weekend, right? Ricky Morton. Like, you seen him this weekend. his dick 
off this weekend. No fucking shit. He he wrestled Joey Janela at uh, Spring Break at the wow. Collective this weekend, and man, they put in like it must have been a good twenty. They broke tables, uh, Canadian destroyers, all kinds of crazy shit. Well, dude, he throws that Canadian st- st- destroyer like he used to dro- <laughs> throw a fucking drop kick. I mean, he's sixty five years old, bro. I seen him do it to the outside through like, tables. Like I was like, the fuck. <laughs> Like you, you want to talk about somebody defying age? Uh-huh. Like, like that dude deserves to have an, a, another run on television somewhere. Yeah, yeah. straight up. Like, AEW man, bring them in. If they can have a match like they did with the Briscoes, they can sure as fuck come in there and fucking go with the revival. Can you imagine? Him coming in and doing the the Cody Rhodes challenge one week, how awesome that would be! <laughs> if he's listening right now, man, hire me. <laughs> yeah, man, that's some booking one hundred and one, man. That that uh, that's that's what I would tune in for, man. That's a shit. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, maybe it was probably it's probably now a decade ago. You know, um, maybe a little bit more than a decade, maybe twelve years ago. Uh, Ricky was having them feuds with nash and he was acting like an old crackhead and and nash was beating his ass you know i ordered that pay-per-view you you were one of the few who did there was like yeah there was only six of us watching live from home and uh nash like literally nash just beat his ass (laughs) power bombed him and it was over it uh i thought that that was it for ricky morton and then when it started coming back around i was like well well that's sweet you know, and then I started seeing the matches, and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me! <laughs> what in the fuck happened?" DDP yoga? Yeah, I gotta no get. Shit. I gotta start doing yoga. No shit. <laughs> get you. A, get you a yoga mat, buddy. Right. I got the D, I got the DDP tapes. Well, shit. Yeah, I got yeah, some carpets. You got no excuse now, buddy. I really don't, man. I, I need to get myself in shape, man. I'm not joking, dude. I've been uh, get your ass motivated. Uh, yeah, I need to. Man. It's hard to. You know how it is to get yeah. that first few days, yeah. the first few weeks, no and all shit. that good shit going, no man. But once shit. you get going, you feel better. Yeah, and you feel yeah. like a dumbass fuck for yeah. not fucking doing it. So fuck yeah. So man, once man, what's wrong with this? What? <laughs> it it came. I came. It's. I guess I'm ugly because you pretty, Jimmy. Oh, I'm I know sexy bitch. It must be my ugly ass that Joe keeps standing us up. What's going on with him? The streak is going to come back this week. You think? Yeah. yeah. Well, I I, I I propose a challenge. Okay. This is the Nick and Jimmy challenge. Yep. Um, <laughs> we together as the podcast Here, tag team I'll, champions. I'll, I'll, I'll point at the camera too. That way we have synergy. There you go. Synergy, baby. <laughs> Joe Lucas. We're getting you in the studio. Don't let us remind you that there's Leonos. Yep. Don't don't think that we won't buy you a twelve pack of squirt. We ain't scared. <laughs> we will we will buy your love to I, have Joe Lucas back I'm in Natty the studio. Natty Ice. Natty Ice. Yeah. Natty Ice. Leonos. Boom down. Maybe yeah. some some tobacco for his pipe. Yeah. We'll be good to go. I think we can do it, man. I think we're going to have Joe for president back in the studio. Hopefully, I mean, there's this just, weekend. there's just so many issues we've got to talk talk with him on the air about. Well, there's I mean, so much there's so much history, man, and yeah. nostalgia there that it's just that's what you want, man. You want to grab yeah. that, and you want to learn it, and you want to fuck it. To me, it's like a milk bone. That's one let's fucking just eat on. <laughs> Joe, you a you a milk bone? I want to eat on a milk bone. You want to eat? Isn't that supposed to be neck bone? I don't know, man. 
God. That's funny, man. Well, fuck it, dude. We are doing a radio station, man, so we can take a quick time out, man, and we'll listen to some music. Yeah, you know yeah. what I want to play, DJ Slim? I might have to get the okay for this, but this might be an exclusive. I want to play Skeen's new cover. Ooh, do it. Yeah, what's it called exactly? Well, how should I announce it? It's Don't Fear the Reaper. This is Austin Skeen. This is my main dude, Austin Skeen, and his cover of Don't Fear the Reaper. This is an exclusive on Front Parts Unknown. We got Juicy Jimmy behind me, man, doing his thing. I'm sitting here fucking just ready to fucking rock and roll and strut and scroll. Talking about the rock and roll. It's been fucking fun tonight. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Austin Skeen, motherfucker. This dude's awesome. Skullface Records Radio. Bitches. Bitches.
heard too many bad. The, my my biggest memory of of Necro, to be honest, besides his hardcore matches Samoa that I've seen. Joe. Yeah. Samoa <laughs> Joe. What a fucking match, right? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. And uh, and then he was on that movie with uh, the wrestler. Uh, yeah, what'd you think about that, man? For actually, we tuned in li- late on the actual live recording. You yeah. guys just got some Patreon that's gold. Yeah. So if you guys tuned into that, man, you fucking owe us six dollars and seventy five cents a piece, and mm-hmm. we wanted in check form, put it underneath the door before the week's over. <laughs> Period. Shit, I want it in cash. What tell you? Cash that? money, motherfucker. Or Mountain Dews. Yeah. Whichever. <laughs> Both are good. Um, but we uh we find we're going live now, so we we're live back with from parts unknown. We got Juicy Jimmy behind me, man. I'm Nick Himes. We got Slim blowing up the bathroom. He's been in there for like seventy five minutes. Did he right fall now. in? I don't know. Maybe he's in there like listening to our voices. Mm. If he's listening to our voice, he's having an intimate moment. The long stroke, <laughs> the long stroke. Uh, it, might, it might be a short stroke. <laughs> it might be. It might be the short rainbow dildo that the, yeah. people, the story that people mi- uh, missed on the live radio, but you got here live on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great fucking story, yeah. man. Um, tune in. That's awesome, dude. Um, so, what do you got? I know. Maybe sometimes you can't tell me the lowdown of what you actually have going into the bin, but do you have anything coming up in the next few weeks, man, going into yeah. going into Halloween? Yeah, uh, next weekend, uh-huh. I will be in Tennessee all weekend. Are I you ha- the only 10 I see, Jimmy? <laughs> Perfect 10, baby. <laughs> uh, uh but no, I've got uh, I've got uh, like three or four shows. Like uh-huh. uh, Friday night, I'm in SWF in Tullahoma. Saturday afternoon, SWF. Sorry, yep. SWF Southern, Southern Wrestling Federation. Awesome, man. Yep. And then Saturday, I am at uh, Crux Wrestling right back in Tullahoma. And then Sunday afternoon, right back there in Tullahoma, three day stay in there. And then Sunday night, uh-huh. I will be traveling to Maryville, Tennessee. It's over by knoxville and working for rwa uh and actually the three shows in tullahoma they feature uh i believe he was nxt tag team champion simon uh, Gr- uh graham gotch what do you want to call him simon's crazy now. yeah so yeah. he's gonna be involved yeah oh no you don't have to wrestle him do you no i wish i was he's but. like a voodoo king crazy fucking dude <laughs> ain't he yeah, that's dude, a, that's he's been wild. I I, when he left, when he left, which I liked their gimmick, man. I did too. I, I did too. I thought, I thought, dude. Well, let, oh man, let's talk about that time real quick, man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a real quick segment break, man. Where we'll listen to a tune, and then we're gonna get back. And I want to talk about the, the the Simon Gotch when he was in WWE. All right. Um, let's listen to fucking this is like our favorite band that's on here right now, Swamped and Ashy. It's the name of the actual album. It's called Here I Come. It's about zombies. Skullface Records Radio. I've been fucking missing. Now I'm stumbling at the door. Do it more. And that new type of garden more. It can be explained what I am anymore. Stop being in the world for us. Much more than gore. Their friends give me more. Much more than gore. Their friends give me more. Much more than gore. Their friends give me more. Much more than gore. Their friends give me more. Everybody. 
and we're back live from parts unknown we got juicy jimmy we got slim man you look a lot lighter dude you were in the bathroom for a while did you go sleep uh, no i lost about 10 pounds in there he looks drunk he's, he's like <laughs> wobbling around he had a power shit jesus christ power shits Thank power you. shits <laughs> power shits Hell yeah. <laughs> oh did you go eat some asian buffet today mm. i know why you went what? I know. Well, oh, girl. Oh, he's trying to. What's going on, uh, Juicy? Is we're trying to get him a date. I actually have a show that I'm going to start doing. That's one of one of our shows that we do, where I have people calling in, and I'm going to kind of like be the in between, the cupid, as to say, for these two guys. Hell yeah! And, and I'm going to try to find the best one for Slim. It's like a match game. Yeah, man. And I'm going to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just talking two or three people. I'm going to have like 24 women. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have selection because I don't want him just to give in to any oh ho that's going to make him think that they're going to hang out at the park and then she don't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ain't having a hurt feeling slam up in the studio. Hell yeah. Letting it be known. Um, but dude, so the tag team with Simon Gotch and who was his partner on that? Bro, honestly, I can't. I can't remember. either. Can you name the tag team? The VOD Villains? The VOD Villains. What a cool concept. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought it was cool. And they wasn't bad. And then they made the dude that was his partner start fucking singing. Yeah. Did you notice that dumb shit? Yeah. Which it wasn't terrible and he was a pretty good singer. But he should have kept, he should have been a VOD villain because that is a good fucking gimmick, man. And then, well, during that whole time, man, there was like four or five tag teams that were coming up. And one of them, man, I'm, I'm going to see what you think about these dudes. Yeah. Enzo. Man. And big guy. And the big guy. At one time, they were hot. I was all on, yeah. in. Yeah. I thought that I was more into them as a tag team when they were fucking getting it going on, man, from NXT. The whole transition from NXT oh, yeah. to WWE, dude, they were the yeah. fuck. They were ready. And whoever was in charge of not letting them fucking make them money, that was The Rock. That was Stone Cold. That was that was in yeah. tag team form. Well, from, from, from what I understand, Enzo kind of... Uh, it, it expedited himself out of. But who gives a fuck? You yeah. don't think fucking Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and fucking everybody was well, being dickheads back in the day yeah, and making asshole yeah. fucking moves? But the thing yeah. is, there had to be somebody in charge that made them realize no matter how dumb though, they bro. are. Yeah, but they shouldn't, dude. They should. And then, and then, what do you think about well, fuck? I, well, I mean, and then what do you think about when they came back? Um, I think it was with an international show, and they came in and attacked the Briscoes from the fans. From yeah, out, out, out the fans, man. Like, I, thought, I thought they were coming back I, then for Ring of Honor. Yeah. That, that would have been cool. Did you, you hear know? about what happened there? Uh, it was. I think it was on their big New York show at the, at the, the Chicago. No, the, Chicago. The, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and they went. Cool. To, they went to Chicago. Huh? They didn't get invited in the studio by the um, people that were in charge of paying them and shit from Ring of Honor. Oh wow! They booked them. Wow! And brought them and had that built and then did not answer the phone or give them a ticket or let them in the building. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! Holy shit! Okay, I didn't. Ain't know that, that fucking insane? Yeah. That uh, that adds a whole nother level to that story. Yeah, and and the thing is, like it was, and it was right on the glimpse of when he made that rap song, and like all kinds of shit was fucking flying and stuff like that. Man, I thought they his were con- hot. His, his consensual penis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. But the big guy, 
the big guy, uh, Cassidy, is yeah. that his name? Man, he had like an emotional breakdown or some shit. That's like, what I heard, man. Yeah, I heard he like, just like he went suicidal. Yeah, he, he he did some show in the Northeast, like independent show, and uh-huh. apparently dude just had like a breakdown Couldn't or something. Couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. Like, I, guess, I guess, man, I guess that happens, dude. To me, man, if I feel like you're you're wasting it. It's like you're, you have that. You're in pretty good shape. You've been trained by WWE for the most part, and they threw you it, away. See, like, but do what you need yeah, to do. It's like, like, like it's time. It's time to shine. Like, and and here here's the opposite end for me. Like, I uh-huh. always wonder, like, when I would like see Greg Valentine on independent shows yeah. or Brutus Beefcake or any of these like the the golden era guys. Uh-huh. Like, how hard does it have to be? to go from like Wrestlemania 3 and that whole hot golden era like in front of like 93,000 people and yeah, like back to back to more eyeballs grounds. and then you're you're right back at the National Guard Armory and there's 40 people there it's like, gotta be it's gotta be it's gotta, <laughs> be, it's gotta know, be it's like, gotta be humbling you know like just to be real with you it's gotta be humbling you know and like I'm, I'm sure a lot of those guys they depend on that on their pitcher money and their booking fees and mm-hmm. all that you know to support support them now you know like it, it's just like that, that like I, I've oh, I've never wanted to be the old guy that shows up with his eight by tens and people talk about how good he used to be yeah you know like I've never wanted and, 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 and like that's always been on my mind man like if you're like me man I strive to be better every day yep and I, I hope to be able to do that until I'm done amen you know I'm amen. never gonna settle I never I always want to evolve there's never like a, a pedestal you know and then I'm there and I feel like it's time to celebrate yeah, yeah no I'm always Keep ready riding. to yeah I'm ready to fucking go and do the next thing and do the next thing achieve the next dream achieve the next dream damn make right. this dude's dream happen like I want to fucking just have more and more and more and more damn right and and I feel like you know that's that's one thing that, that me and you got going look at us in our matching grays <laughs> we look like the fucking tag team champions motherfuckers Wait, that's cause we are motherfuckers <laughs> I, I, I let anybody come down here and take the belts away from us yeah well for enough cash yeah <laughs> well i mean yeah actually for 1995 you guys can have all the belt you want just let us know <laughs> you can be a champion everybody can be a champion <laughs> everybody can be a champion for 1995 just come on down here to skull face records <laughs> get your skull face catalog and send us a self-addressed uh, uh p.o box payment you know? all right so so you you hit you you hit it and I I remembered it and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question real quick. All right, hit on it. So I was strutting and a cutting man at a young age. I like Brutus Beefcake before I even knew Brutus Beefcake had the association with fucking Hogan. I liked him as his own character. I was completely completely I was I was literally fucking a fan of Beefcake when he beat Perfect and took away his Perfect record. <sighs> As much as, yeah, exactly. As much as everybody hated it when Henning lost his perfect record. We all make mistakes. Brutus Beefcake. I was happy. Whoa. We we all make mistakes in life. So take me back, dude. Fuck Beefcake. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're at a show and it's you versus Beefcake. What's the year? Where are you at? It was actually me. It was in Chillicothe, Ohio. Chillicothe. Uh, God. Uh, six, seven, eight years ago. Uh huh. And it was me and this random dude they threw me with against him and Greg Valentine, the dream team. Oh, no shit. My partner was deaf. Okay. I can't make this shit up. And somehow 
I convinced him. Uh-huh. I said, I, 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 I somehow got across to him that he should go attack Greg Valentine before the bell. <laughs> And he did it. I was fucking around, man. Oh, you were like joke. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, ah! because like you know that that's those guys match. Like it's about them. Yeah, yeah. you're there. You're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like happy moment. He attacked Greg Valentine, and Greg Valentine beat the absolute dog shit out of this. He kid. got mad, huh? Yeah. And anyway, after the match, beef beefcake put me in the sleeper and uh-huh. he cut my hair. And uh-huh. blah blah blah. How long was your hair, dude? It was, it was a lot long. It, like, it, it, so did you let it grow for the match though? No, no, it was no, up? no. I I had longer hair, and like it, it, to his credit, he only took a little bit of it. Like yeah, it just enough to kind of throw around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And then the promoter fucked me on. Like I was supposed to get extra money because doing the haircut and deal and all uh-huh. that. But like, oh, that's weak. Man. Yeah, man, yeah, I got fucked. But like, man, still a cool moment though. Yeah, right? I, mean, I mean, was it like a yeah, childhood dream? But was it no, was it over? Under, no. it was underwhelming. Huh? Like they were just kind of assholes. Oh, gotcha. Like, Fuck them then. Yeah. Fuck them. Like, uh, but yeah, like I, I just. I, well, here's an open challenge, man. Beefcake hammer. If you guys want to come down <laughs> here damn. and get beat up in the front we'll yard sure, of Skullface Records we'll Radio, sure we record it. Yeah, we will record it and we will beat your old asses right here in front of it anytime you'd like to. Damn. It won't be the first bitch that's got their ass beat. Yeah, it won't be the first bitch <laughs> that's had their asses thrown in our fucking yard, motherfuckers. We'll be right back, dude. This is. Is uh negative seventy seven. This fucking song's called Mark My Words. Boom. Skullface Records Radio from Parts Unknown. Juicy Jimmy and Nick Himes coming at you, motherfuckers. <laughs>
Oh. So, so Juicy Jimmy, real quick, man. Um, I know when when our buddy tuned in, he kind of gave us a little bit of an in your window about an older alias that you yeah. might have used in the wrestling business. Yeah. If you would, man, could you give me maybe a backtrack on some of your older names that you went by maybe earlier in the business? Uh, well, to start off with, uh-huh. I, I fucked up totally at first and I went by my real name. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We, we we won't go on that one, but like I had a black pair of Adidas basketball shorts, uh-huh. black boots. In a black T-shirt, and I thought, oh, man, I was going to be over, but no. Uh, then uh, my mentor in this business, Jeff Vickers, he had this gold sequence outfit. Gotcha. Yeah, it, and it, he had the pants in uh, in like the shirt, and I wore that. And dude, I look like a big gold ball, like disco ball out there, and that wasn't for me. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, kinda. You don't well, think so? Well. <laughs> No, no. Uh, and, and, and here's the shit, though. I was at a friend of mine's house, and my truck got broken into, and my, my gear bag was in my truck, and all my shit got stolen. Oh, shit. So I didn't, really, I, I didn't really have money for wrestling gear at the time. Fuck, I, I, was, man. I was a college kid. Mm-hmm. And, and shit's not fucking cheap, dude. So... Anyway, I went out and bought a pair of Carhartt bib overalls. Mm. Yeah. I wrestled in my bare feet. I grew my beard out. There's a picture on my Facebook oh, somewhere. Oh, I need yeah. this. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can't pull it up one of these days. But, uh-huh. but and I wrestled in my bare, barefoot, and country cousin Jimbo was born. No I, shit. I was the furthest thing from a fucking hillbilly, I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> but I did I, I did that character for a couple years. Uh-huh. Uh, here's another terrible, terrible one. Mm-hmm. Gentleman Jim Chadwick was doing a thing where he was the president of the MWA. Oh, gotcha. Okay? And he brought out his secret service, mm-hmm. okay, which is me and another guy. Ooh, that kind of seems cool, right? Uh, so did you come out like suits and, and, and yes. black glasses? Yes, and except... Where in the fuck did you get a fucking suit? I had one. It was a gray one, but... I. I tried to wrestle in the white shirt for a little bit and black uh-huh. pants and uh-huh. like the uh, like big bubba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my suspenders kept fucking with me the whole time, man. I hated that shit. Rashing around your yeah. titty a little bit, and then <laughs> give it, me a little titty burn. Like, you know, and and. And eventually, I found out who I was, and it's, you know, it's me, Juicy, mm-hmm. uh, which fits you good, dude. And it's yeah. tough. Still, the worst one, though. See, what big bitch baby? Big bitch baby. <laughs> Jesus, where where'd you go, my big I, bitch baby from? ICP's. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, Juggalo gotcha. Wrestling, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, uh, who did you wrestle? That I mean, how many of those events did you attend? <laughs> Several years. I did probably 12, 15, maybe even 20 shows for him. Jesus, fuck. Did you get in there with the fucking dudes? Uh, um, uh, um, God. Violent J and uh, Silent no, Bob? No, no, there? but I did wrestle. I wrestled Vampiro there. I wrestled, oh, no shit. I wrestled, you got in the room with Vampiro. Yeah. Like, I just popped. A, a day after his vasectomy, and he couldn't. He, he wrestled in street clothes, and the match maybe went two and a half minutes. Oh, he didn't want to be there. <laughs> 
He said he had a vasectomy the day before. Did you so have a job to him? Oh, 100%. Who the fuck am I? Like, oh, man. Yeah. Fuck um, that juicy. You should have went there and gave him a flying body press well, and made the ref well, count. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, let's just be real here. You have Big Bitch Baby or uh-huh. Vampiro. Who are you picking? Like, yeah. Let's just be real. That's probably still fun, though, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a live yeah. Ass, that's uh, a live, live, uh, live ass audience, right? Yeah, I, I wrestled Balls Mahoney. I was in like an eight-man tag with Ryan. And Rob Conway, I wrestled Eugene one week. No shit. Um, well, I think I think actually real quick, uh, Jimmy. I think Slim's trying to tune in with a question. Sure. Well, so, a I, live question in the studio by Big Slim. I wonder. Why? Why? I saw a video on YouTube. Uh huh. Where this dude dressed up like a banana was interviewing Jim. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Where was that at? Uh, Jimmy had blonde hair. Uh huh. It was all fucked up too. <laughs> it was fancy looking. And no. He was looking he like was Brian Knobs. Like do one of those like after match promos. With gotcha. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was over there, and Jimmy kept fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy kept yeah, the top of his, it was big his, his stem, his, his stem, his stem banana, his banana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll have to get that on tape, man. Like I said, I, th- I feel like you know I'm not even going to dig into it yet because I hope me and you uh, are you know this picture right here that we're looking at. I hope me and Jimmy do this these shows for a long, long time to come. Let's hope. And, and when we hit this, when we hit it, when we hit it going, man, I'd like to really kind of you know go with your career and kind of show the evolution of sure. Jimmy, sure. you know, from back in the day to now because. The cool thing is you're in the business the time when the video camera's popular. Well, yeah, and like you know? and like man, a lot of the older shows, uh-huh. you were lucky to even got them filmed. Yeah. Like cuz like people have video cameras but like like it's a question of what happened to the footage after the fact. Like mm-hmm. nobody yeah. was taking it seriously. It was just a live show. Yeah. Like and and that's the cool thing now. Virtually every show you work at now is filmed and distributed somehow. Through some some kind of which is pretty cool, streaming. man. You yeah. know that's that's one thing I have. I have a huge collection of DVDs that I've collected over the years, and those are those are things that I really like because once I get you know bored or something, that's what I row through. See you, Slim. Yeah, Slim's outskis. Or your internet goes down. Or your internet <laughs> goes down. Or you know, I, I just like I'm old school, man. I collect CDs. I collect DVDs. I collect any you of the toys got some from. I do. I have a whole fucking closet of eight tracks, dude. Those and tapes. I really do. I have, believe it or not, I have this little gadget that you can put eight tracks in to play in a tape player. Hell yeah. Because it was right there from the, you know, where eight tracks went into that fucking, it was, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just into shit, dude. But so. It happens. One of my other passions is indie wrestling and you being a modest man, man, you always are promoting this show that happened this past weekend, which is an incredible event. And I'm very jealous that I missed it, but you have not hit on what you did that night, dude. You yeah. didn't let us know. And I know you were in two fucking matches. One mm-hmm. was a lunch match, and there ain't nothing I like better than a fucking good lunch. <laughs> a lunch match? What, what, what is it? It was like a, a brunch? Tw- uh, yeah, it was a... <laughs> I mean, but it was at lunchtime, right? <laughs> No, you guys just got in the ring and ate lunch. L- l- lunch lady land. Jesus. Lunch lady land match. <laughs> sloppy, sloppy Joe. <laughs> sloppy Joe versus. <laughs> there you uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, the first show I did was Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Not boom, boom. not lunch. It's a combination of breakfast and lunch. That's sir. even more perfect. I like it even more. But uh, anyway, long story short, I did a twink gauntlet match there where mm-hmm. I was one of the big bears involved. And gotcha. I brought my rainbow dildo out to the <laughs> So, okay, but, but. The question everybody wants to know, size matters. How big was this rainbow dildo? Thanks to Amazon, it was very average. <laughs> I thought it was a lot. It said XL, but I, I got Did it. Did you order it off Wish? No, Amazon, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what'd you do with it? What'd you, what, I mean, I don't even. What'd you well, do? was it the I, finisher? I, what? No, it, it had the suction cup on it. And man, I put it on the ring post and, and it suctioned onto there. Okay. So yeah. it had like an ending thing that you could like, yeah. so people could sit on it, I suppose, or, or whatever yeah, you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, as me and this other big dude, Pero, was in the ring and Pero. We, we, we were colliding shoulders and uh-huh. doing big guy stuff, right? All of a sudden from the crowd, I hear some dude say, Juicy, your cock fell off the side of the ring. Did you look down first or did you? When I got over there to that side of the ring, I had discovered that thing was down on the ground. Oh, jeez, you got So, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, 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 it kind of ruined my little stick there. What happens to give it, is it like the sucker, like you drop the sucker in dirt, then it's like fucking nasty shit? Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. Uh, That's cool, man. But, yeah. Uh, but that was an awesome match, though, man. Yeah. Awesome uh, event, uh, right? Yeah, and then Sunday, I, uh, I was on uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling uh, Trap Soul. It was the show that closed out the collective. Started at eleven thirty p.m. on a Sunday night. Damn. Yeah, uh, I was in a six-man tag team death match. Like, dude, it was the Rejects, uh, John Wayne Murdoch, Reed Bentley, and Akira uh-huh. against me, uh, Patrick Heater, and Nolan Edwards. And bro, oh, wow. we got crazy. We we had light tubes. Well, dude, we you came around. You came in early to the studio tonight, man, and you look like still that you was just in a fight. Yeah, I mean, I feel like shit, but yeah. like, it, it happens. Like, uh, uh, but no, man, like, it, dude, we got down for ours. Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the glass was was so thick in the damn ring. Uh, the finish of the match was a Canadian destroyer off the top through a flaming door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But all right, you didn't take the pin though, did you? No. So no, there might be some unsettled business there. I, I hope so. Yeah. I, man. I, I, any day I can wrestle the rejects, I am there because mm-hmm. it's an absolute fight and I love it. Fuck I yeah, love man. It. Fuck yeah, man. I, I wanted to watch that with you live. Well, you so can hopefully, watch it on fight. Well, I want to watch it with you though. Okay. So it's gotta be me and you watching it on fight. All right. And I think maybe, you know, next week, I know we got some cool guests that we're gonna have in mm-hmm. the next few weeks, but maybe what we can do or maybe when Joe's in here when we had when we kidnap Joe we got to kidnap Joe one more time we do and if we get him in here Sunday maybe we can watch uh, uh, that match uh, you know from this that past Sunday awesome. night that would be awesome that would be really fun man so dude fuck it it's been another good show man hell yeah I appreciate you coming in I appreciate everybody out there um, if you guys want to like and subscribe dude we're gonna have a Twitter soon we're gonna have a lot more social media type styles yep. and outlets coming real soon so stay stay you know Spotify. stay tuned all that good shit you'll be able to find us on Spotify we already can you can 
can right you now. Can, yeah, you can already listen to us and like and share and all that shit, man, to tell us how fucking awesome uh, Jimmy is and how ugly I am. And and if you want to know stuff about us, if you got any questions, inquiries, you can also call in to 859-588-6456 um, from Parts Unknown. We'll see you guys later. Peace yep. out. Yep. Have you ever heard of a podcast? People listen to them. They subscribe to them. They love them. As a business, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? You can when you hire the pros at Skullface Records Radio. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical people and a killer podcast to spread the word about your business. Getting old biz into new media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with the help of Skullface Records Radio. Get a free estimate by emailing skullfaceradio at gmail.com or call 8 8- 859-588-6456 today. Some creepy guy is stalking you in the parking garage at 3 a.m., but you're not worried because you have a bright for war industries knife strapped to your belt. Don't be a victim in this crazy world. Protect yourself. Carry a knife made by Bright for War Industries. It may save your life. Hi, this is Josh for Bright for War Industries. I'm a professional knife maker with 15 years experience. If you're looking for a unique gift or a high-performance piece of cutlery for the kitchen, the field, or for personal protection, look no further. Look for me on Instagram at Bright for War. Need some t-shirts? Want some merch for your band? Stickers? Whatever you need, let Special Tees hook you up. T-shirts, car decals, and more. Fast, friendly service with a smile. It's just under their mask. Special Tees is now the exclusive provider for Skullface Records Radio t-shirts. Call Brittany the best at 859-588-2165. 859-588-2165. Shipping is available for an extra cost. Special Tees of Cynthia. Would you like to donate money to our cause? Shit ain't free, man! This stuff takes money. Every little bit helps. We can do a commercial for your business. You can make you money, and then we can make money. Want to sponsor a segment or one of our shows? Want to get famous, man? Want to sponsor a show? Multiple mentions, all kinds of publicity. Email us, skullfaceradio at gmail.com. Don't forget the social media. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash skullfaceradio. Records Radio. Listen to Skullface Records Radio. This is Goosey from Goosey's Goodies. Are you looking for some goodies for your next party or event? Be sure to find me on Facebook so I can make you some custom baked goods. You can bet your sweet ass when I'm in the kitchen baking, I'm listening to Skullface Records Radio. Mention Skullface Records when placing your order and receive special discounts. Find Goosey's Goodies on Facebook, facebook.com slash Goosey's Goodies 1. Don't forget the apostrophe. There is no apostrophe. Your short name is Goosey's Goodies 1. <laughs> Live out your dream to be a superstar under the lights. Always the best crowd and crew in Lexington. Survivor's Karaoke Bar, 161 East Reynolds Road. Remember to tip your bartenders. You'll find Mama Nancy, Will, and the captain behind the bar always serving up the best drink. We got Brian, Bobby G, and DJ Hi-Fi in the booth just ripping it in karaoke. Survivors. 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 The best in karaoke in Lexington. Karaoke starts at 9 o'clock. Mention Skullface Records on Friday nights for drink specials. Survivors. Survivors.
Survivors. Survivors. Survivors is on a mission to have the best and safest karaoke bar in Lexington. We ask all our patrons to practice social distancing and please wear your mask. Temperature taken upon entry. Survivors. 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 161 East Reynolds Road, Lexington, Kentucky.